If there was a character on the Cartoon Network platform that had the most psychotic personality in the world, I could name you a bunch that I could think of off the top of my head, but at this time, not many are coming to my head that I could think of. But one clear person that just clouds my mind clearly is what some people are thinking, but most others would not. And it's the man who is the host of the Total Drama franchise, the host of the most, Chris McLean. For though many of those who do not know who I'm talking about, Chris McLean is the host of the TV series Total Drama. Well, six seasons of the series. Five and a half, six, whatever you want to make it out to be. Total Drama of Pocketeo Island was suckish, so you, you beat the judge of that. Anyways... He was the host of Total Drama Island, Total Drama Action, Total Drama World Tour, Total Drama Revenge of the Island, Total Drama All-Stars, and Total Drama Pocketail Island. And in this episode, we will be diving into the deplorable acts that Chris McLean has committed throughout the series and what made this psychopathic TV host that some fans love and while others hate. What basically made him into that psychotic person that many people just love to dissect. And now, I seem to be on the bandwagon wanting to to dissect more into this character. So, without further ado, hey guys, this is Jay from the Nerdfix, and in this episode, we are going to be going over a series that I am am conducting called The Life and Times of Chris McLean. Yes, I know it's a little bit of a shtick from The Life and Times of Juniper Juniper Lee, and if you don't know what that TV show is, you're missing out on that. But for everyone else, for anybody who are fans of the Total Drama series, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. series, I will be splitting it up in different episodes, each one explaining what he has done throughout the entire series in each season, and his own personality change throughout the entire series as well. So for this episode, we will be starting it off with Total Drama Island. In the first episode, titled Not So Happy Campers, he made all the contestants jump off a huge cliff that's 1,000 feet high into shark-infested waters and even humiliated DJ, Beth, and Courtney by forcing them to wear chicken hats because they refused to jump. Not even sure if that's a way of just basically making fun of them or just basically bringing their self-esteem down. But that's basically what Chris did to them. He even forced the killer bass to carry their crates by hand as part of their punishment for losing the challenge. Which, again, is a very bad decision on their part because something like this would cause them to suffer from splinters which leads to infection and if it's not treated right away they could lead to hospitalization. Next we have the big sleep. In this challenge the screaming gophers and the killer bass had had to run a marathon and eat a feast believing that this was part of the challenge but the real challenge was called the awakeathon where they had to not sleep for over 87 hours. And he used several methods to make them fall asleep, even though this was part of, likely part of his job. One example being he read to them a very boring fairy tale, and another being reading about the history of Canada 
starting with the history of the national animal of Canada being the beaver. Again, this is really his twisted sick way of trying to torture them by making it even harder for them to fall asleep. Because the average human body cannot go more than two days without sleep. Any more than that, it could really lead to organ failure, among other things. So, someone like this, I'm really surprised that they're still alive and still able to do everyday life tasks, and none of them ended up in hospital. That's pretty surprising. Next, we have Phobia Factor. In this challenge, he prepared a challenge for the contestants to face their biggest fears after listening and watching their reactions at the campfire from the night before. Some of them being least, con least concerning from bad haircuts to mimes to Celine Dion Music Store's DIDs. But some of them were insane from Gwen buried in tons of sand on the beach, Cody having to defuse a time bomb in exactly 10 minutes, and even Owen and Izzy flying in a mildly dilapidated airplane. So again, I don't even know why he does stuff like this, but it basically is because he enjoys the pleasure of seeing others going through torment and misery. Which, as long as it doesn't happen to him, he's happy. But if it happens to him, that's another story. Next, we have Paintball Deer Hunter. And in this episode, it shows really the twisted side of him. Before introducing the procedure to the next challenge, he purposely shot Harold with a paintball gun for fun. And, what's even worse, he berated Cody for getting mauled by a bear, despite showing some concern. Which, I don't even understand what would be the reason for it. I mean, most of the contestants are between the ages of 16 to 17 years old. Years old. Cody was mauled by a bear. Even worse, he would have been mauled and maybe eaten by an actual bear. If he had not even cared about this kind of thing, maybe something like that Maybe he would not have gotten a, gotten a lawsuit for what he had done. But instead, no, all he, he did was berated him, all because he was mauled by a bear. That's basically how Christopher Crane rolls, everybody. The next piece of evidence is in the episode, If You Can't Take the Heat. In this episode, Chris doesn't tell Beth about Boney Island, causing her to steal a tiki doll to get her team cursed which actually happened in the previous episode called Up the Creek. After, and in this episode, if you can't take the heat, as mentioned again, after the gophers lose for the third time in a row, upon finding out Beth took the, the tiki doll from Boney Island, he scolds her for not heeding his warning, even though he didn't even tell her. The, and this being because Chris explained the challenge to the contestants of in this episode, in the previous episode, and he never told Beth everything he told the others and just said, Canoes, when she came out from the bathroom from her bathroom break. She ran up to him saying, What I miss? And all he said was, Canoes. He never even told her what happened, not even to mention about not taking anything from Bunny Island. Again, he didn't care. That's all he is. The next one is basically a really, really fucked up one. This is called, Who Can You Trust? This episode shows many examples of the despicable acts Chris has done. Examples being a rock climbing challenge, but with twists being it's rigged with oil slicks, rusty nails, explosives, and him shooting habanero sauce, hot sauce at Heather and Duncan. Well, didn't work on Duncan as much because he was one step ahead of the game. Good on you, mate. In the second ch uh, challenge, 
It was a cooking challenge where the contestants had to make a dish using fugu sashimi, aka pufferfish, aka Mrs. Puff. Bridget was able to pass with flying colors, but Lindsay, not so much. Previously, Chris said there was no known antidote for the toxin, but then he said, Don't mind Trent, give him 24 hours and it'll be up and running as good as new. Not a good move there. Next, we have the blindfold challenges. One, one of them being the blindfold swing challenge, where the blindfold person had to jump over a pool of, of jellyfish as the person catches them. Yeah, but I'm just really happy that Heather got shocked by that, because, uh, yeah, hate that bitch. But what the fucked up part was, there is the blind toboggan race, where the where he used some of the leftover explosives from the last challenge because he just quote-unquote hated to waste and he was just a happy old boy just booming dynamite as much as he wanted to and yeah that guy is a psycho that's just the beginning next we have basic straining in this episode Chris purposely allowed Harold to outright cheat by rigging by rigging the votes to eliminate Courtney which was basically a meant as a as a reason of revenge against Duncan for his many many pranks and in that same episode he watched as chef tormented the contestants even making fun of them as they helped themselves to a meal again he takes pleasure out of the torment and misery of the other contestants as long as it doesn't happen to him he's a happy camper get it Next, we have extreme torture. This doesn't explain much about what I have to say about this, but it just shows that the contestants had to partake in extreme activities such as skydiving from a plane onto a sofa bed from palaces to be in the air, and it's pretty dangerous, riding on a mad moose, and that was that was just for pure torture. Next, we have the brunch of disgustingness. This is an episode that just shows of one of the crimes he has committed. Perfect example being Chris has killed dolphins and made dolphin hot dogs for the contestants to eat in brunch of disgustingness, which in Canada is a federal crime. So yeah, Chris has committed a federal crime by killing dolphins in this in Canada. I'm surprised that he got away with it. Shockingly. Next we have we have no pain, no game. In this episode, Eva and Izzy return to the island after being previously eliminated, but then Gwen basically retaliates, saying that she thought no, saying that no one was allowed back on the island. And once you leave on the dock of shame, on the boat of losers, you are never to come back. But then it reveals that he lied, and also took joy in bringing back the two contestants that the others disliked. Plus, he enjoyed seeing the other contestants being tortured for 10 seconds at different challenges in a pain in a game called the Wheel of Mis- Misfortune. After challenges including such as marshmallow waxing, snappy turtle puck shot, to sitting in a barrel full of leeches. Again, I don't know where he gets this kind of pleasure from, but this guy's be loco. Next, we have that's off the chain. In this episode, Chris basically deliberately sends Lindsay home for being the last person to 
crossed the finish line on the bicycle race when she came in right after Heather and the other people didn't even finish the race at all. Again, this is him basically manipulating the rules of the game. Basically, he just wanted Lindsay out of the game. I don't understand why. I actually like Lindsay. I mean, she may be an airhead blonde, but she did have some potential in some things. And yet, he didn't even punish Lashana or Izzy in any way despite them not competing in the challenge. And with all of this, he only did this because he wanted to create drama. Again, ratings. It's what you do in reality TV shows these days. Next is Hook, Line, and Screamer. Chris basically had the campers go through a real-life psycho killer with a hockey mask with a chainsaw and a hook on the loose when in fact it was Chef Hatchet. But when Gwen was with the real chainsaw killer, he ran with the other contestants mentioning that not only would it be good for ratings, but it would be really bad for lawsuits if Gwen was to get, were to get killed. In other words, he doesn't want his reputation tarnished if the contestants' deaths were in his hands. Bad move on Chris. Next, we have Hot Capture. Sorry about the mispronunciation. Forcibly eliminating Slasan. This episode just shows of Chris asking the ousted campers who they want here. And they basically said Lashana. And what makes it worse is they forcibly eliminated Mashana, Lashana because the other eliminated campers kept saying her name while trying to vote someone else out. Not men meaning to vote for her and counting multiple votes from a random parrot in the, uh, in the room. Which, again, I don't understand why he does. Even Trent went up to Chris saying, Dude, that's a parrot. It doesn't even know who Lashana is. But it, but it was like nine votes. Lashana. And she was the fifth camper to be ousted from Total Drama Island. And what makes this all worse, he did this to create more drama. Why do you think this is called Total Drama Island to begin with? And last but not least, we have the special Total Drama 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 Island. In this episode, it goes two ways. If you were from Canada, in the Canadian version of the series, Chris forces Gwen to relinquish her winnings to instigate a scavenger hunt for $1 million, which ultimately ends up leading to a second season being total drama action. Even when she flat out refuses to offer her to offer in her ending, when she refuses to offer, and, and Chris holds her up, holds up her contract saying that it doesn't matter if she agrees or not. And I will say, in this ending, I do feel really bad for Gwen. She did say that she refuses to offer, and she could have sued Chris for all of this, but she didn't. So that's kind of sad. But for those who seen the American version of it, which is Owen's ending, I mean, I personally prefer Gwen's ending, but eh, what are you going to do? Owen willingly accepts the extra challenge. <sighs> and it's been implied that it has been intention from the very intentional from the very beginning, meaning that the entirety of Total Drama Island was completely pointless.
So it was a never ending cycle to begin with, which all brought up to the beginning of total drama action. So that was part one of the life and times of Chris McLean. There's so much more to this to debunk about this psychotic man that it's unbelievable. And there's so much more to talk of in the next episode. So what are your guys' thoughts on part one of Chris McLean and Total Drama Island? Do you think that he's kind of a bad guy? Do you like still like him? What are your thoughts about him? Do you still think he's one of your favorite characters? Let me guys know what you think. Please share this episode around to anybody who are Total Drama fans and let me guys know what you guys think. And if you want me to continue on with this series to dissect more into Chris McLean, just let me know. And thank you all so much for listening, everybody. And to end the episode, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and I will see you all next Sunday for a brand new episode. Later!